they say that the best way to find out what someone's like is to look at the five friends that they've got closest to them. As we grow up in life, often our friends change. But how do we allow ourselves to make good changes and to pick good friends and to make sure that we've got the right people around us that best reflect ourselves? In this episode of Would You Like a Podcast, I dive a bit deeper into what it means to be a friend, how we can pick better friends and also when to cut people off. I want to start this episode by thinking back to when you were in school. If you ask a kid these days, what makes a good friend? They'll probably tell you that it's someone that's kind and shares their toys with you or will listen to you and whatever. So the fact that a kid is able to tell you what makes a good friend should imply, fingers crossed, that adults know. But as we grow up and we grow old, what we realise is that we're willing to compromise on the kind of people we have around, the kind of interests that they have, and also damage our self-worth sometimes internally for the sake of what certain friends can bring us. One question that I was asked recently was by a friend who had fallen out with her old best friend and who she felt wasn't particularly giving her a level of respect that she deemed to be an acceptable way that friends treat friends. And what this leads me on to to ask you is, have there ever been times where you've allowed someone to disrespect you or to treat you bad for the sake of, you know, not disturbing the peace and making sure that everything stays, you know, quiet and everyone's happy and that everything's good? Because if you have, then ultimately you've allowed things to slide through the net for the sake of a friend. And often we're able and very quick to point out when others around us are making mistakes. But unknowingly, we're also making mistakes too. I always say that by allowing people to get away with certain things in life and to continue to push the boundaries, we are showing people how much they are able to get away with. We're showing people what our self-worth is. We're showing people that we can be disrespected and it's cool to disrespect us it because we're not going to do anything about it. And a lot of the times I think people are uncomfortable with confronting friends because people don't like confrontation. They don't like having to call people out on behaviour that they deem to be unacceptable. But guess what? In life, sometimes you just have to do it. Sometimes you, you have a friend that, you know, treats you in a way that you don't deem acceptable to be treated. And that's the most important thing in life, having self-awareness and having a sense of self-worth. And those two things do go hand in hand, essentially, because you have to be able to say to someone, look, I don't like the way that you've been treating me. It's not on and it's not acceptable. And sometimes a person will turn around and say, do you know what? You're right. I've made a mistake. I'm really sorry. I need to fix things up and make some changes internally on myself because the way that I'm I'm treating you is not acceptable. And other times they'll blow up and throw it back at you and it will be your fault and they'll defect the blame. And those are the two kinds of people that you'll come across often in life. And the saying often goes, pick your battles and know when to just allow things to be. And picking your battles in life can also be one of the most difficult things to do because you might not know when to pick your battles and when to speak up and when to speak out and when is the right time for you to do things and address situations and to have people cut off. 
Cutting people off is not a toxic trait. Sometimes we have to cut people off, no matter how great they are or how terrible they are. Sometimes we have to do it for our own eternal good. I know too many people out there who allow themselves to be disrespected and to be treated in a way that they don't enjoy just because they don't want to cause problems. Cutting people off is the best way for you internally to normalize and to help yourself to grow forward. Often our friends change, we develop, our interests change and develop. But also don't be afraid of having different friends around you, people with different views, people who don't like the same things you do, who are going to give you that often rare insight into a different perspective that you don't possess internally. Everyone is different, but automatically in life, we always seem to gravitate towards people who are like us, you know, talk like us, like the same music, like the same clothes, you know, have, have grown up in a similar place to us or whatever. But we don't often think to ourselves, you know what, I really like this. I really like that. Let me try and understand why this person doesn't like this or doesn't like that or why they're into this and why they're into that. Don't be afraid to go out and explore and don't let that scare you as well because a lot of people are worried and often let this fear consume them as to oh my gosh I need to grow and adapt adapting and growing are two of the best things that you can do in life because like I always say on this podcast if you are not uncomfortable then you are not progressing forward if you're comfortable with what you're doing right now and the situation that you're in you are literally just in one place but the other thing is people often don't realize when someone can show their true colours. We feel like we know everyone. We feel like all of our friends are, we know them in and out, they know us in and out. But often when we are disrespected or a situation occurs where we see a different side to someone, we then realise that they are not quite as we expected them to be. And we begin to ask ourselves, why? is this person like this? And, you know, sometimes you might even message them and say, oh, I, I'm seeing your true colours now, blah, 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 without realising that we're just seeing another side to them that maybe was there all along, but we didn't, we didn't see. It was never a problem for us until it was directed at us. And sometimes, hey, people can bring uncomfortable truths onto us and tell us how they feel about things. And that's why we should always be ready for it. And I think especially in this day and age now where you are constantly seeing people address things they don't like and pull you up on certain situations, you've got to be ready to have those conversations with people, your friends or not your friends, about the way that things can potentially be in life. And especially if these are people who are closest to you or feel like they're your friends or are those five closest people in your circle that best sum up the kind of person you are, you have to make sure that you are doing everything possible to protect your own self-worth, your own self-awareness, to not let your judgment be crowded or to be blurred and to essentially make sure that you're not living in an echo chamber too. I'm quite proud to say that a lot of my friends have opposing views to me, whether that be politics or religion, whether that be the kind of environment they grew up in. I have surrounded myself by consciously finding people who aren't like me and by finding common interests, of course, that unite us somewhere in the middle. But 
realizing that you can be friends with people outside of just you know people who agree with you and like you and dress like you and all of these kind of things it's the best way for us to be able to expose ourselves to the other side and you know be able to turn the mirror not only on ourselves but onto the outside world and gain a different perspective often that's why people travel and go to other countries because they want to enlighten themselves or be exposed to a difference that they potentially didn't know before that's what we have to do with our friends at home every day make sure that we're being open and honest and having conversations that that at times people are going to say oh this is uncomfortable this has made me feel like this this has made me feel like that it's natural but in growth we have to feel uncomfortable so these conversations have to happen we might not like what the other person is saying we might not like the fact that they're calling us out on our shitty behavior or that we haven't made time for them or that we didn't check up on them and haven't checked in or that we've been so busy posting on our instagram stories or doing x y and z that we haven't made time to check in on some of our closest friends make sure that if you I've got time to do X, Y, and Z that you've also got time to check on them, those closest to you. And it's something that we constantly say nowadays, check in on your friends, make time to do X, Y, and Z. But how many of us really actually do take the time to go and sit and talk and listen to what our friends have to say and to what they are going through and to how they are doing and coping and feeling? All of these different emotions that people around us tend to possess, we have as well. But Sometimes we're not willing to allow people to talk about how they're feeling because as creatures, we are just naturally very selfish in the fact that we want to always be the centre of attention and want our life to revolve around us and that everyone else is just somehow an extra within our big show where we're the main feature and whatnot. Of course, I understand that. I've come across a lot of people who genuinely live their life in such a manner and, you know... As Instagram and all these social media platforms have allowed us to almost be the own, you know, the celebrity who's the star of our own show, we often do need to remember to take a step back and to be present and to be thoughtful and caring and honest and kind and all of these different emotions for those around us. We are more than happy to find excuses in life for things that we don't want to do or situations that may occur that we are keen to avoid. But how often do we also make excuses because we don't want to see a friend or we don't want to pick up the phone and call them or you get where I'm going with this. We have to take more responsibility and be more accountable for the way that we feel and also consider the emotions and also show respect to those closest to us. We all have a duty of care in life to be that person that shows respect. But also remember, if those five closest people that you've got around you don't show you that respect that you put out and aren't exerting the same energy in terms of being someone who you yourself, if you're caring and you're kind and you're considerate and you're compassionate and you've got time for other people and those five people that you've got around you aren't, you've got to make that uncomfortable situation to change your friendship groups. You've got to make a leap sometimes to put yourself in a situation where you don't particularly feel comfortable or feel as if you're making the right decision. But it's got to be done because otherwise you then become consumed by that negativity and that hard energy and everything else. And you just sit there and think to yourself, I can't do this anymore. I need to develop. If you can't develop, if you can't grow, if you can't learn, where does that leave you? And the whole time that I'm having this conversation, I want you to keep asking yourself, what makes a good friend? Am I a good friend? 
am I someone who is caring, loving, approachable, kind, compassionate, full of time and care for others? And do I also exert this same level of positivity that I do to my friends, to myself? Funnily enough, um, I think it was last week I was reading somewhere and I started to get these thoughts as to when it came to our own self-worth and showing ourself self-care. This, you know, constant topic that comes to people's minds is when it comes to self-care is like, oh, you know, I need to have a bubble bath and do this and do that. But as I've discussed previously, self-care doesn't exist from, you know, going out on dinners and having massages and going to the spa and whatever else. Self-care comes from genuinely putting a mirror to yourself and caring about yourself internally and making changes. And often what I've begun to realise is that we are so quick to support and help our friends when they are going through a struggling time that we don't tend to put that same level of care, respect onto ourselves. And what I mean by that is that let's say your friend was having a really bad day or they've just gone through a breakup. You're there to support them in every single way. But when you're feeling down or when you're having a situation going on, why is it that you are always looking out the window to try and get help instead of trying to assess how you yourself can better your own self and provide yourself with a sense of support from within that you don't have to consistently look out the window to find. We're more than willing to help our friends when they're going through a tough time. But often when we're going through a tough time, we don't think that we need ourselves or we don't want the answers ourselves. We have to go out there and seek to find someone else. And this is opposed to taking a mirror turning around, taking a look at ourselves and realising where these answers lie and what we can do to develop and change and pursue a difference in ourselves. Because once we realise how to deal with these situations ourselves, it is simple. We are literally just putting in place these changes that we have put onto someone else, onto ourselves. How much more complex does it need to be? All we need to do is realise, oh, okay, when so-and-so is going through a breakup, we run and we do this for them and we do that for them and we, we make sure that they're okay physically and mentally and we're more than willing to sit there and listen to them. But when do we listen to our own eternal thoughts? When do we listen to what's going on inside ourselves and what we need to do in order to progress and grow and develop as a person? Self-worth comes from within. That's why it's called self-worth. You learn to value yourself, not how much you value yourself, but just learning to value yourself no matter what. A lot of people will go through life seeking gratification and validation from other people, albeit friends or total strangers on the internet, without even realising how much they are worth internally themselves because they don't put a price on their life and their emotions and feelings and all of these complex things. Because sometimes taking that mirror and having those discussions is uncomfortable for people. They're not sure what they're going to find or the personal growth that awaits them and the difficult questions that they'll have to answer. But you owe it to yourself to have those because in it being difficult and finding out how to deal with these situations, you are then given these tools to aid you moving forward in life and to figure out how you go about doing different things. Given 
the situation that we're in at the moment where, you know, constant lockdowns are happening, personal development and reflection is something which more and more people are beginning to realise the importance of. And although we're living through a very troubling time and it's worrying and no one knows what the outcome's going to be, come out of this situation a better person, a more hopeful, a more optimistic, a more compassionate, a more caring, loving, understanding person. Because you yourself should then be the best person you possibly can in terms of making sure that you are an all-rounded person who people want to be friends with. Because you yourself should be the person that your best friend is going to need. And often we also begin to put people into groups and categorise. We've got our best friends, we've got our work friends, we've got our friends that we might do X activity with or Y activity with. And we tend to keep these as almost very separate lives. And we ourselves have different attributes and characteristics that we display around different groups of people. Our best friends we might be more honest with and open with than our work colleagues who we might be quite prim and proper with. Or, you know, our friends when we go shopping who we just enjoy the company of, but we don't really talk much about X, Y and Z and we dabble in a bit of chit chat here and there and whatnot. It's all about realising where you stand with certain people and then also where they stand with you. Both two of these things are essential in making sure that you are developing, moving forward and becoming a better you. And that's ultimately what I hope that this whole podcast does. It gives you an insight which then allows you to become a better person. All of the development that we go through in our lives in order to make sure that we can walk, we can talk, we can eat is aiding us and giving us the tools that equip us for life. But often we don't realise about the value that comes from us being able to give the gift of good communication and give the gift of understanding and compassion and all of these different things. We just don't realise that we need to apply those same manifestos to ourselves that we do to other people. And the other thing which I think we also need to think more of in life is that we spend so much time looking out the window and wondering what's going on and what everyone else is up to and everything and often forget to put ourselves first because we're so busy as friends to make sure that X is okay and Y is doing this and Z is in this position. But we don't realise the effect that this then can take on ourselves and the importance that we need to make sure that we deliver and that we are healthy and that we are in the best position to give the best advice when friends may need us or even when we need us we have to make sure that we are looking after things we hear people talking about the importance of making sure that mentally you're okay and your mental health needs to come first but we don't talk about our self-worth and having self-gratitude and all of these different things that mean that we become a better person internally and that phrase a better person we always need to be looking forward into how we can develop and achieve and grow and learn and take experiences, albeit good, bad, ugly, fun, whatever these experiences that we go through in our life, taking them and turning them into teachable moments so we are able to better equip ourselves in the future, albeit we might have a situation that makes us feel really uncomfortable and that we'd rather forget. But if we can learn something from it, even if we can learn something small from an experience that we go through, it then means that it was worth us having to deal with and having to go through because it means that we become a better person and we avoid those situations again in the future because we know what to look out for. And that may even be in terms of personality and the people that we meet. We may meet someone and they may not be 
the type of person with the energy that we want to be around. And because of experiences that we've gone through in the past, it then means it's much easier for us to identify what we need to stay away from and what's good for us and what's bad for us because we are familiar with it as we've seen it before. There's a quote that I heard a few years ago and it stayed with me every day and it goes, whether you do anything or not, time will pass, you'll get old and you'll die. Stop distracting yourself with comparisons. Just start your own meaningful journey and keep going. Because one thing which I think people don't realise is that comparing yourself against others is a way to bring unhappiness into your life. If you start reviewing your day and compare to the person you were a month ago, you've come on leaps and bounds. And that also goes in terms of personal development, friendship, growth, everything, every aspect of your life. You have to grow, you have to evolve, you have to go on a journey with it. So in order for you to grow and develop and go on this journey, there has to be points where things don't particularly go right. And when situations occur that make you sit there and wonder and think, oh, no, we've taken a wrong turn here. But at least you've learned something by going down that road that you didn't know before. Urgency is the bridge towards ambition. Comparison and envy is a signal you're not obsessed enough. There are multiple winners but you have to just make sure that you're on the list. And that's all that matters in life. By focusing on yourself, you are going to succeed because the second that you start focusing on everyone else that's around, you're going to start to feel that sense of, oh my gosh, I'm slipping, I'm slipping because you're always going to find someone who is better than you. And you have to stop worrying about things taking too long because time eventually pass. So you might as well make it count. This is why I always say to people, don't spend time in relationships that you hate or with people that you dislike or surrounded by people who are just bringing you negativity for the sake of it. Or, you know, you know that people are abusing you in, in, in emotional ways or making you feel like your self-worth isn't there. Why go through it? You have this one life. You've got time. You don't know when you're going to die or anything's going to happen to you. Why allow yourself to be disrespected? Why allow yourself to have your focus taken and be consumed in drama that isn't going to benefit? fit your life or anything and you will always feel a bit lost you just have to get used to it because you can't let it be the excuse not to start having clarity in everything would mean that everyone is amazing and winning and succeeding but that's not the way it is so you have to always feel a bit lost in life and that's the way that it happens you know growth it's one of the most beautiful things that I can think of in life. Growth in every aspect is personal development. But growth itself is the consistency of efforts and clarity is the consistency of thought. Integrity is the consistency of character and creativity is the consistency of courage. So success is the consistency of patience. All of these things go hand in hand, but people just don't realise it. The information's out there for you to, to get it. But sometimes people just don't realise it because too many people are running from stimulation to stimulation. A mental clarity will appear after you learn to appreciate silence. And then from that, you are able to then develop consistency because you don't have those distractions around you causing you a headache. And good friends will support you and good friends will understand this journey that you're beginning to take. Freedom from desire is the ultimate freedom. Because once mental clarity appears, it's only after you learn to appreciate that internal silence. And that silence can be peace. It can be wellness. These are all different things that you have to look at in life. 
And one thing which I do relentlessly is write. And I don't just mean like writing books and whatnot. I, I, I write a page. I try to summarise my day. I manifest my day by writing what I want to happen that day in the beginning of the day. And then at the end of the day, I'll look at it and write a summary or reflection. Some people think it's strange, but I do believe that that's just a great way for me to find words to understand the feelings that I've gone through in that day. And a great reason to write is that it calms the mind and it clarifies and it helps to spark those new ideas. And it's a record of who you are and where you are in time. And it's also a gift for you to give to your friends or whoever when you complete a book, maybe do a book a year and be like, you know, look, you can see how I've grown and where I was feeling and everything. But it's also how you learn to focus and learn to notice what you don't understand. But when you start writing, don't overthink and write whatever comes to mind and keep your thoughts unfiltered because these are all things in life that help you have the best journey possible in this crazy, unforgiving world. Just remember also to catch yourself every time you feel like mocking someone. And if your friends mock someone, then you have to remember that this is an insecurity of theirs manifesting. And that's an opportunity for personal growth. Don't be afraid to pull them to the side and pull them up on it. If they don't understand what you're doing or they don't respect it or it doesn't seem clear to them, what you have to remember is that they're not someone who you want to be around. You want to be around people who are able to open their mind and to take criticism and to understand that it is not coming from a place of malice or disrespect. It's coming from a place of understanding and growth. And productivity reflects on the quality of your focus. So remaining focused and remaining in tune with your inner self is the best way to achieve what you want. Commitment is something that is not between two people in a relationship sense, but you have to be ready to commit to friendships. You have to be ready to commit to jobs. You have to be ready to commit to your own personal development. But if you aren't ready for commitment, you're not ready for love or friendship or wealth or talent or anything. They all leverage the power of compound interest. And that's the thing. Without commitment, you cannot have depth in anything. Make sure that your friends around you also have commitment in that. And you have to make sure that every day you're taking that time to learn because it is difficult. But in learning and developing every day and seeing everything as a teachable moment, you can come out of life. Well, not out of life, but out of a day, a better person than when you went into it. And ultimately, that's what we seek. Don't let people who hate you tell you what to do, which is often, you know, what we seem to see. We have people who don't particularly like X or Y, but they're in their friendship group anyway, and they're dictating what they can do. Some people will try and hold you back in life. Some people won't like the fact that you're doing things differently or that you're willing to do more things with your time or spend it in a different way to them. But that's their life. Don't allow it to breed negativity onto you. A lack of effort is a way to hide for some of these people, and it leads to failure, which provides an excuse for it. And that's what you have to remember, that some people don't like failure, so they never succeed because they never try. Don't be afraid to try, but also don't be afraid to step out of line too. Don't be afraid to call people out on their toxic behaviour. Don't be afraid to tell people when they do something that makes you feel uncomfortable. Remember that this is your only opportunity to succeed in life. You only get one life. You have to make sure that you, you use, you learn... And you make do of everything around you, that you put the best people in the positions that you need them to be in so that they can help you develop and achieve and learn and grow. 
and all of these things. I know this has been a bit of a self-help episode this week on the podcast, but I just feel as though so many people don't realise quite the severity when it comes to developing as a person because they're so focused on what's going on to the left of them or the right of them. Remember to be like that racehorse with the blinders on that's running the race. You're only focused on what your end goal is or how you're going to get to your next destination. Sure, you might have a team of people around you who are helping you to fulfill those goals and help you move in the right direction. Because remember, without anyone else around you, you are nothing. As humans, we are sociable creatures. We always want people around us. But just make sure that the people that you do have around you are positive and are uplifting and are helping you and believing in you and helping you to achieve your goals. The best way is to see when you put out a project, for example, Often, it might even be people who don't even know you that are supporting your work more and posting it on social media and showing you that kind of respect. You might sit there and wonder why it is that random people who you've never met root harder for your stuff online or support you more than some of your closest friends. And those are the uncomfortable situations you have to sit in and be like, do these people actually value me? Do they actually believe in what I'm doing? Are these people really matching what they're saying by their actions because always remember in life the actions will always speak louder than the words so make sure that your words are counting for something when you're speaking to people and that your actions are matching up with everything else because you yourself owe it not only to yourself but to those people that you're around to be honest and genuine and loving and all of these things that we expect others to be because unless you are that person, how can you expect anyone else to behave in the same way? Set an example, lead by example, be the person that carries the torch and the light. And I'll see you next week.